Hello, 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 and welcome. Hold on a second, Dean. Alright, hello everyone and welcome to the Common Thread Collective, a little music from Eve of Eden Music. Um, I'm Global Val here with Diamond Dave. Hi Dave. And here I be. It's a beautiful day in San Francisco once again. It's that season where we begin to realize that summer is lying ahead and that here we be from doing more together than any of us can do on our own. And where do we happen to be? We're here in 21st and Florida, in the city of San Francisco, the door is open. It's a former cafe, so there's lots of room here. Don't think that you're going to come to a crowded, a crowded uh, radio radio studio booth where there's uh, nowhere little. We have plenty of room, and I want to put it out there. You know, Val, everybody, the secret of being a good MC and certainly on the show, just tell you, is that nobody goes away mad, nobody goes away sad, everybody goes away glad able to come with they do what they came to do and that's what we're about is that right Val? absolutely we we're do. casting that wide net finding that common thread letting life flourish and we have a couple of really interesting calls coming in fingers crossed one from the big island and one from the former industrial city of detroit telling us some of the plans that we're doing and doing more together and of course what's on my mind well i'll talk about the best later but as i'm going down I look at uh, look at my handheld device, my phone, and there's CNN, and there's Trump saying that they're recording Trump. He's when the Russians were there. I'm talking about the. I, I want to put this out so I can get out of my mind. I'm talking about the ambassador from Russia and the foreign minister from Russia meeting with Trump in the Oval Office. What does he say? I just fired the uh, the head of the FBI. He was a real nutcase. Now wait a minute. What is this? Now he's gone to now he's on his way to Saudi Arabia with his whole crew and uh, with his whole crew to Saudi Arabia, Israel. He's going off on his wrist wrist trip. What kind of mysteriously foolishness said what kind of things that he said they should have said we can we expect now? Well. Hey, look. but anyway. Enough said of that but if you go to CNN, that's what I do on my fam. They, they come up with the latest. <laughs> and the very latest, did you see that? I'll stop with this. Yeah. The very latest was that the, 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 the investigation of the Russian uh, Trump connection have just pointed out, just fine, this is both in the Times and the Washington Post of what they call, they haven't released it, a person of interest. It's not the usual subjects. A quote-unquote person of interest, that's the closest thing to, to a suspect. You can say to a suspect in, in, in criminal police terms, uh, they have a person of interest who is very, very close to Donald Trump. So we're, once again, we're waiting for another, another shoe of, uh, to fall of what seems to be an unlimited number of shoes. Hey, Val. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens next. Hopefully a lot of dancing. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think we've got uh, our friend Bloodflower out there by the piano, uh, ready to start off hey, with some live music All here. Right.
Thank you, Blood Flower. Thank you. Most excellent uh, piano start to the Common Thread Collective. Happy Friday, everybody. And so it's so good this year to have that piano start for a conversation with somebody I haven't had for quite some time. Hello, Swami. Hello. I hear you're Swami Om now. Is that right? Yes, yes. I changed my name legally in 2010. Legally. And how long? I, I was telling you, and then meet Val. This be Swami Om. Swami who Om. Changed her name legally in 2010. And let me, uh, Swami, uh, I remember when the Rainbow of the Gathering I went to, and uh, somebody told me, uh, maybe it was Felipe, it was somebody, one of those who knew, knows what's going on, where's, uh, and told me that's for the song, Swami, my, my, you want the, wouldn't be coming back, uh, wouldn't be coming back to the gathering because you'd gone, you'd gone to the big, uh, the big island of Hawaii, is that right? Well, I moved to Hawaii in 1980, but I still came back until 2000. So that's 17 years ago. That's 16 years ago. Thanks. You're so good. You're so good at keeping us accurate. But but indeed it's true that after these 16 years, 16 years, uh, you're coming back. After 16 years to our gathering in 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 the National Forest in Oregon. Right so far? Yes, yes. Oh, so I need to put out a plea, please. Uh, I want to come back. Anybody who could lend a hand, and people lend it a hand, and now you're coming. Is that right? So t- I, I'm coming back because uh, many of the family members um, asked me. I bet they did. They, they got together a couple of years ago and um, called me up, and um, I say pulled my heartstrings and said... Uh, then they rattled off a list of the names, probably a hundred names, and and said, "All these people are asking about why you haven't been back." And um, and, I'm saying, and they said, "They uh, the gathering really needs me." That's true. The world needs you. So I promised I would come back when it came to the West Coast. And you're coming to the West Coast. And in July 4th, well, before we'll be seeing one another, we'll be hanging out with one another, and in July 4th, we'll be in that circle that you haven't been in for quite some time, oh, hand by hand, doing it. And what I always say in the, in the circle with these words, declare your independence, acknowledge our interdependence. We're all in this together. And that's certainly a part of what you were and what you're going to be again and what you always are. So why don't we tell our audience around the planet, a lot of you who are new to you, what it was that you would do each and every year at the Rainbow Gathering. Well, uh, I'll tell you that first, my first two Rainbow Gatherings, I came to 77 and 78. Oh, my goodness. I was, uh, the first gathering I came to, I was just, I had no idea what was going on, but the music was great, and there was a lot of cute guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good time, good time. Now there's a lot of older, hey, go ahead. I was only 25 at the time, and freshly divorced, and I had two small children, and I'd left them behind with the ex-husband, and um, so I was really excited to be free and and I love to dance and um, and just the whole whatever it was 
I almost want to cry. It's just like I can hardly wait to get back oh, to the my. next gathering. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I lived. I lived to get there. Wow, and more and more. It kept me alive in 78. And more and more. And then, um, what? More of us got to know you. And you begin to do what, to, what it's always good to do if you're going to be, if you can see that this is what I want to do, is to find yourself a niche. Find something that you could do that's something sometimes uh, not always what nobody else could do, but to find, and you definitely did that. Tell us a bit about uh, how you became uh, Swami Mama, Mama and what, the, what that entailed, what that meant. Well, after my second gathering, I... Um I started realizing I needed to do something. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> instead of just party and play. And um, I, uh, I was meditating under a tree like a regular Swami does. And I, um, before I sat down to meditate, I asked God, I said, I want to be a high, holy, hippie elder. And that's what I called the, the people that were in charge and, you know, doing things. And God said, Goddess. you know, sorry, there's no room at the top, but the high holy hippie elders need someone to help clean up the, clean up the trash. That's, that's exactly right. Find yourself a niche and you did that. So, so tell us how, what you came to. I, I want to say um, briefly at the moment, I had never heard of, and I don't think people had, recycling and the idea of recycling until, until I met you a few years later and that's what you were doing. Talk about, talk about uh, yeah, tell us a bit about that, what, uh, what, what you came to and brought to as far as cleaning up the trash is concerned. Okay, so um, for 79 and, and 80, I, um, I tried to recycle the gathering. In 1980, I realized I had uh, seven categories of trash, and I made black and white signs, and I just put them up every place and um, with garbage bags underneath. And um, but it was a complete disaster. Nobody read the signs, and and then right after that gathering, I was sitting in San Lorenzo Park and doing that little silly meditation thing again, <laughs> and. I had, I, being, I've been a yogi since I was about 11, and I knew that there were seven yoga chakras, and they're each colored, a color of the rainbow, and I said, wouldn't it be cool if I could figure out how these categories of trash fit into this, the yoga chakras? Wow, tell us. And during that meditation, I, um, well, first I'll tell you, at first I had metal glass burnables, compost, and plastic, etc. And then during the meditation, I realized that everything else was a thing, you know, not what you did to it. And when I changed the burnables into paper, I suddenly saw how they all fit into the yoga chakras. And then I got really excited about it. And uh, the more I studied it, the more they fit. And so I made color-coded signs and uh, with the yoga chakra on each one and I would go from camp to camp and setting up the recycling centers and uh, I at first uh, was an angry young woman and I would I was busy screaming at people and calling them slobs and things and 
No, that didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> no. Then I saw Patch Adams teaching hygiene with this hilarious skit. And I went, oh, that's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so after that, I started um, to dress up more like a clown. And I started bringing my organic dried bananas to the camps and um, offering them uh, bananas. <laughs> To help set up the recycling centers, and uh, then I started to sing and make up songs and dance and um, do skits. Patch like Adams, that. Patch Adams, of course. This is a lineage I'll mention. We have Patch Adams. We have Wavy Gravy, uh, Wavy Gravy, and Camper and Winter Rainbow. I don't know if you were ever there, but you should be. My daughters grew up there, and now and then uh, and and there you are. Uh, there you are, Swami, Swami Om. So tell us, just let us take a certain, uh, take a little break. Tell us what each uh, each of the, the chakra and its color and how that fit into your recycling. Let's start, just go start with the color red and go on down. I want to hear that. I think people do. Okay, we're rather going on up because red red is the base chakra, Muladhara right. chakra, and it's metal, and it's the you know it's the physical plane you know, survival. And I see that aluminum was like the first uh, garbage that was like okay to dig out of the can. It was like acceptable. And um, coming up, the uh, next chakra is the sex chakra, which is uh, glass. Glass, and, huh? <laughs> is the sex chakra. Shoot. Glass, you know, fits sex a lot because you got to be really careful with glass because otherwise you break and you get hurt. And, and, I get um, it. Wow, you're right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. And, and then paper, uh, see, metal glass, paper. Uh, paper is um, actually your solar plexus and it's lumbar on the spine and it's the intellectual chakra and um you know how many forms you got to fill out anytime you go anywhere to or how many books or you can read how right? many books you could read as you expand your mind all that paper 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 but not that uh, until recently well go ahead i'm with and you and compost compost is the heart chakra and that's where uh god told me would be the most in place most important place to start if if none of the other things got taken care of, the compost, the Mother Earth needs to be fed. And, um, yeah. So. Signs, I, I just do I give you a little footnote. One of the signs of a, 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 rainbow, a, a rainbow kitchen. I want to let people know that the Rainbow Gathering is kind of divided by different kitchens from different places, or different interests. And one of the signs, like uh, the Lovin' Ovens in Kid Village and the Musical Veggie and all the others, and a sign of a, of a, uh, of a kitchen that's been around for a while is that they dig a compost pit. Is that right? You can have a, yes, like, yeah. a, like a kid village and so on, the compost pit. What, what can I do? Well, why don't you dig a compost pit? Then what I can do? Well, why don't you dig a shitter? And that's pretty well part of what we do and what the rainbow is about. But So you're going to be coming back. Let's let people know. Oh, I want to say this while we're, I'm still saying something. I have to admit 
that uh, that uh, every time I think of you, every time it's not a minute; it's the truth. I go to City College in San Francisco, which is a uh, which is a community college. They can go there free, and at uh, at the cafeteria at very places, they have uh, throughout the uh, they now have compost centers. You got just those number: paper, compost, paper, recyclables, uh, glass are all there lined up. And every time I look at them, every time I put something in them, hey babe, I think of you, and I and I think how oh, you enlighten me at the gathering in those years back in the '80s, before you left. I remember hearing, oh she's left, she's not coming back, she's going to the Big Island, and my face got really long. But now my face is really smiling again because I'm going to be seeing you, seeing you. I can't wait in early July. So so, what I'd like you to do, then I have a question to ask you. You mentioned the songs you sing and so on. Could we, is there anything else you'd like to say at the moment about uh, about what Swami Om, formerly Swami Mama, does at a rainbow gathering? We'd like to encourage people to join you because I want to say to people, I'm saying one of the reasons. Oh, yes. Um, Go ahead. I need, I have, well, seven categories of trash, and I have a, a little, a smock, is that what you call them? I put it, a thing to pull over your head that's labeled like metal, glass, paper, compost, plastic. Yeah. And I need, I need seven people to wear, you know, each one wearing one of the smocks so we and some musicians, and since, um, I, d- I won't be, you know, I could do a cartwheel, but I'm not going to. I'm going to, I, pr- I promised my caregivers that I wouldn't push myself at this gathering. And I'm 65 years old now, and so I'm not going to be doing cartwheels, but I would like to have some people who can do cartwheels or juggle or and also musicians to play, um, to be the garbageettes, I, w- I call them. Garbageettes, see they to, um, to do the skits. So we can do little parades and go to camp to camp and also entertain at the the different stages and the evening dinner circle. Beautiful. Well, hey, uh, Swami, Swami Om, you, say, I, you know, I'm 79 now. So, uh, so I'm 79, so I'm farther down the road, but here, ma'am, I'm still at it. And let me tell you what came over to me just before I turned 79. I have a couple things there. Just before I turned 79, uh, uh, the Spirit spoke to me. See, this is what she said. She said, and I believe you're seeing it too, learn to love, love to learn, this never ends. And I said, Okay, I, yes, we can sing that too. Okay. And then I want to say and number I'll, two. I hear we're going to be... Sing ca- the ca- song that... Um, yep. I was going to ask that. Years Says, back, uh, I, I, I asked... Um, you know, I was a little upset with the Rainbow Gathering people, and I, I heard God singing, um, Are you the children of the light, or do you just profess to be with your mouth and not your deeds? Where are my children? And I sang back, I am your child. And I said, What do you want me to do, God? And God said, Clean up the earth and spread the light. 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 Wow. And so as a young hippie, I said, well, could you translate that into hippie language, God? I say goddess, you say God, (laughs) but we're talking about the the spirit, the entity. Tell us, tell us. 
God said that means recycle the garbage and dance dance naked in the sun. Wow, that's the goddess. I'm t- I, that's why I say goddess. But look, I, I understand where Kid Village is where we're going is what we're aiming for. Is that right? Kid Village, yes. that's where you should be, and that's where I'll be. So I want to say this and to, uh, to save this conversation to be continued. I'll be here every Friday until it's time to take a north. I'm not sure. It's a few weeks. Head north. And I'm in San Francisco. If you're planning to San Francisco, you're welcome. I got to fly. I live in one warehouse. You're welcome. So count me in. You will, will look, will, 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 I'll look, and you'll look, and we'll see one another there at Kid Village and say, we're home. And I'll say, call me in, Swami Om. And we'll begin that process of getting people, of finding people, of encouraging people to join us because that's really needed. People will say, well, I'm here at the gathering. And I see it's not just a big party in the woods. It's, it's a sacred journey, and I want to be a part of it. Uh, that's uh, you weren't there, but uh, that's what I said before when we were when we went to the Black to the Black Hills two years ago. Was it? it was, and people, I'm not going to back. Uh, I said, well, if a big party in the woods is what you're looking for, go to Michigan. There are people who are scared to go backwood, but if you want a sacred journey, come to the Black Hills. It's a vision quest, and that's what happened, and that's how uh, uh, this is what one of the things how Standing Rock came out, and our sister. And I want to send love and you to to our sister that we have in common. I'm I'm talking about Feather. I'm talking. Oh yes. Feather, I love her so. And she went. She went. To, she went to Standing Rock. She and uh, and she brought others who were there to lend a hand. Not a big party in the woods. Not just a big drunkard. I want to get stoned, but something else. And 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 Feather will be there, and you'll be there, and I'll be there. And today is what the first day of the rest of our life. So thank. So hey, and, you know. Go ahead. I like to mention the fundraiser uh, that's up for me because you know I'm coming from the Big Island and it's a very expensive plane ticket and I don't have any equipment, etc. And um, if anybody like to donate to my um, to my fundraiser, it's on the Facebook and it's also. Um, they can click on to the uh, www.paypal.me slash Swami Mom. Swami Mom. All right. And on Facebook, are you Swami Mom as well? Uh, I'm well. I'm, my reg- real name, which is Swami M. Om, for, you know, oh, actually Swami oh. Mom. Okay. And then I, I have it. my nickname underneath it as Swami Mommy. Perfect. Well, Abby Diamond Dave, you know that. But I love that. Well, Swami M. Om is Swami Mom. Yeah. Do you get it? Well, that's amazing. <laughs> well, look, I love you, sister. I can feel the love right here. And it's going out there. Swami M. Om. Uh, well, I want to be able, I don't know who's, which of us to come first. But welcome home, Swami Om. That's what I'll say to you. But if you're coming through San Francisco, are you flying into San Francisco or into Portland or somewhere? I'm flying into Medford. Medford. You can fly into Medford. Well, shoot, it must be college town. But anyway, into Medford. And when? And what? Do, what? Do, when do you expect to uh, to uh, to walk up that trail? Where did that that path? And through our front gate. I'm. I'm landing early in the morning, actually at 1 a.m. Uh, on uh, June 24th, and 
I will be uh, recuperating for a day there, uh, spending the night on the 25th, and then heading to the gathering to be there on the 26th. Uh, the 26th. Well, I'm putting or it maybe I will recuperate and uh, head to the gathering on the 25th. Okay, well, all of this is uh, all of this could be, but uh, but the important part of this is the words heading to the gathering. Uh, I think, believe that's in the last of the 25th and 24th. But look, that that may I, I'm still flexible. I really want to see. I want to lend a hand in any way. A 79-year-old dude can, which I can do a lot. Um, I, I don't want to talk about my back, but I can do a lot, you know. But anyway, so let's connect. Call me. Call me that at whatever time it is, 1 a.m. in the morning, whatever, from Medford, and we'll get on the same page. How's that, sister? Oh, I'll call you uh, in the morning when I wake up. <laughs> Perfect. <Yeah. laughs> say good morning, D.D., and I'll say good morning, Swami, Mom, Swami, Mom, and, we'll, we'll, and the, let the dance go on. Let the adventure continue. And I'll be here every Friday. I guess I got a couple more, I got a few more Fridays. So if you want to give us a call and give us reports, reports as to what's happening and, and uh, let people, uh, what's happening and so on, you're very welcome. Okay, and I just want to add that. Add um, whatever. I called it the, the great cosmic vacuum that sucked me forth year after year. Wow. Well, somebody, I call it casting a wide net. Finding that common thread, letting life flourish, and saying, don't panic, just keep it organic. And what are we doing? We're learning to love, and we're loving to learn. So, Swami, I love you, sister. If you could see the big smile on my face, yeah, that's what I have. And I'm looking forward to that. So what lies ahead. So, uh, to be continued, sister, and it's, it's, you're going to be a great addition. A great addition, and, and I, I want to be one of the first to say, I'll say it now, welcome home, Swami Om. Welcome home, Swami Om, to the big <laughs> island. Oh, I love your laugh, too. Anyway, I love your laugh, I love who you are, and to be continued. All right, aloha. Aloha. Aloha, that's right. All right. Say. Listening to the Common Thread Collective, building that bridge and uh, reuniting. And that's what we're all about here. All about the love and connecting with all our friends around the world. Thanks for tuning in to MutinyRadio.fm. Here's a little music for you from Carage Lost Coast. Belligerent talk show profits keep the audience engaged. Crisis of consciousness should we try to educate is it too little or too late? Sacrifice tomorrow or today. Another spring, still waiting for the snow. Warm breeze, unsettled down below. Science and reason are on trial in this climate of denial. Republicans turn away and smile Another fossil fuel revival In this climate of denial Temperatures, Temperatures 
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm. We're broadcasting live as we do pretty much every Friday from the Mission District of San Francisco uh, here at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets. Um, we have uh, hope that you can come down and join us sometime and be a, be a part of the show and uh, play your music, read some poetry, tell us what's going on in your community. And uh, excited to introduce our next guest, um, Norberto Norberto Guerra, who's a, a who's a classically trained musician from Havana, Cuba. Um, went to got his master's in music at the University of Havana, and is now in San Francisco. Uh, welcome, Norberto. Thank you. Welcome in, Roberto. Roberto. So good to see you and uh, hear from you and to hear uh, what you do. And this man uh, says you're a musician. Is that what you consider yourself? Yes, I'm a musician. In many ways. And this is something you've been back from, uh, you've been here, you've been two weeks in San Francisco, and you're eight weeks of, uh, you're eight to just eight weeks from Havana. Exactly. Oh, it's amazing. It's so beautiful. And you got here. And you got here with your music? Well, I really make uh, a fusion music. It's a mix between uh, uh, Cuban music, flamenco music, and mixing also African music wow. with, Arabia, with uh, Arabian music. Oh, it's, so and the word you <laughs> use is fusion, which is bringing all these different, uh, all these different strands together. Exactly, yeah. And this uh, is what I like to do. Well, I think I'd like to hear you. Is it by Hey Val? Is it possible to hear that his music, his fusion music, his music that has his has his roots living in Cuba, but now is here in San Francisco? Yeah, we do. We have a, a couple tracks we're going to play here. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Norberto, you want to introduce this first yeah, track or tell us a little bit about it? Yes, sure. I would like to uh, play "Tu Cero a la Izquierda" as uh, the first song on the album that I recently produced in Cuba and it's a kind of flamenco music with uh, Cuban music wow. so um, let's let's listen to the song let's listen to song thank you brother Cero a la izquierda, tu dos menos uno, tu absurdo dilema, tus claros y oscuros, tu torpe. Silenciado, tu borde al abismo, tu 
That was beautiful. Some beautiful music. So Norberto Guerra um, is here in the studio with us. Um, went uh, to the University of Havana for your master's in music. Tell us about your your band that you put together because that was a composition that that you something you produced. Produced. Uh, who who else is in your band? And well, uh, in the band uh, we have a bass. We have other guitar, classical guitar. We have trumpets, we have piano, we have Cuban percussion, congas, we have drum. Uh, was a huge produ- production. And you have a great singer. What's her name? Her name is Mirella Moreno. Mirella Moreno. And these are all folks you met in the music department at the University of Havana or met in other places. How did you put this together? Meet, meet these people and say, let's get together and we have a studio and make some music. Well, that band uh, used to be really famous in 2002, and then was uh, like for a while was like let's we can say like in, in the dark, and then I just finished my university and uh, composition, and I saw that I could do something important with this band, and I went to a casting to produce this uh, album and began to play with that band and that's it I did the production and I record the guitars uh, I wrote the violins and wow and And in this case what does a producer do you wove it all together yeah exactly (laughs) beautiful it's really it's really beautiful music really world-class music now now you have this uh, I was one more question then I wanted let's hear another track uh, so, uh, so you got them all together. That's not easy, probably. I can imagine it sounds like a, like a miracle to bring everybody together in a studio, and they have a studio like at the University of at the University of Anna. Since you're known there, since you have your degree there, you could uh, you could get the use of a studio. Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? Wow. We can use uh, music studios in Havana. In the in, in this case, uh, wasn't an exactly music studio in Havana. Was a label, a grant from Cuba that we signed in that moment to do this production. Um, so that's that's the the label, the name of the well, label. Beautiful. Very and cool. In another moment, I will I will be talking also in a program because I like it. I'm inviting myself to another session. <laughs> another well, you're program. always invited here, as you can see. <laughs> Good. This so, is free radio. Wow, that's this amazing. This is free San Francisco. That's amazing. Free San Francisco. There was a, what's the one called? Havana Libre? What was it? The cafe? Oh, uh, Radio Havana radio on Valencia Havana. Street. Well, this be, that was a cafe, but this be uh, Radio Free San Francisco. Radio Free San Francisco. Life is good. That's right. Life and is good. I want to send out a message <laughs> to your band, well, many of whom I'm sure are your friends now, that the brother's here. He hasn't forgotten you. He, we're going to be doing whatever we can in Radio Free San Francisco to put out the word from San Francisco to Havana. And soon it will be free of uh, uh, Radio Free San Francisco, Radio Free Havana. And we'd be doing it together because we'd be fellow human beings on the planet. How's that? 
All right. And so, and and you're here here now in in San Francisco and and looking to to build community, build a a musical community, find places to play. Um, I'm sure there's there's a few folks here could have ideas for you. Dave, I was thinking the Revolution Cafe Perfect. would be a great place. Well, we can do that. Um, it's a really beautiful little cafe, kind of a people spot in, in here in the Mission it's District. It's like a sidewalk cafe. In fact, after yeah. the show, I might walk over there if you want to walk over there with me. Sure, I would love it. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a to-be-continued to be kind of situation. Because I believe at this point this could not happen without the spirit bringing us together. I would imagine that what I'd be saying from uh, I'd be here without the spirit of bringing us together, and so I just want to say hello. to our brothers and sisters in Havana. Let them know how we can how we can hear this show. Any suggestions they have, and any may, may, way we can contact, we're here. We're establishing a free a free spot in a free city. That's what we're about, brother. That's right. That's what we're about. That's all good. Here on, uh, yeah, and all all of our shows stream live on the internet at mutinyradio.fm. And and then uh, it'll be the podcast, the recording will be on the website after 6 o'clock tonight. And I Um, remember. So you could share it with whomever. And do it. I remember when uh, I'm old, I'm 79 years old. So I've seen a lot of stuff. And I've always watched the history. And I remember when Fidel, Camilo Siflagos, che, che Guevara, they all came out of the, out of the Ceremiesta and came in. And for a while, it looked like it was really going to be a free Cuba. For a while. But that's how I remember it. So I've been following this for quite some time. So it's a real treasure to be talking to you, uh, talking to you from the spot, from the Maricon, from the spot. And I, I believe I can say to, to be continued, brother. Play yeah, another I mean, Q ones are really waiting for a big change. Well, I'm for it. We, I'm for it. We, all of us, we have that that hope. We really hope that. And it's so. called peace, love, understanding, and joy. That's what we're about. <laughs> That's we want a world of peace, <laughs> of understanding, of love. peace, understanding, love, and joy. That's the, the basis of our revolution. And the revolution starts now. Right here, brother. Here we go. I don't know if we're ever getting the hipster books, but there we go. I'm crying and laughing as I do at the same time when something great happens. Is that right, Fed? I do see you cry and laugh at the same time well, sometimes, Dave. I do. That's, good. <laughs> That's really the good. joy. That means we're peace, love, understanding, and joy. That's what the music is about. Oh, tell us. But, uh, tell us. I don't, my Spanish is not good at all. What are some of the lyrics? What are the things she's singing? What, what, what's the message you're putting out? Well, the lyrics uh, talk a little bit about uh, dismiss someone uh, in the left side of the bed. And it's and a story mm. that also I'm still working, perfecting my English. So <laughs> I would really like to be able to translate the whole song, but now it's going to be a little well, bit difficult for every me. Friday, Someday. brother. Someday. This be to be continued. <laughs> it's hard to translate things because, it, especially in in music or in poetry, you can you can translate the words, but sometimes the feeling or the the the, the kind of well, use of bed. use of That's the language I'm is. Agree. I'm totally agree with you. I feel the feelings can can tell you 
a lot about it. It so does. That's that's my point also. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Thank you. So we're gonna. I often wake up and here I'm on the left side of the bed, and I look, and it's empty. And even the 79, I think I'd love to have somebody here on the left side of my bed. So whether it be Cuban or Californian, the, the, the message is the same. Good enough, Take it away, Val. Yeah, so we're going to play another track, um, right, with Echa Tierra. Echa Tierra, yes, is one of the last compositions in the last album. So lyrics, Mirela Moreno, music and guitars and musical direction, Norberto Guerra. <laughs> All right. That's we yours truly. Here we go.
All right, that was another track. So that so the band and I, I, I really have kind of a poor Spanish accent myself, but I'm going to try aceitona aceituna sin huesto. I'm getting I'm getting a little better. Getting a little bit, which means olives without pits. Olives, what? Olives without the pit. Olives without sí. the pit. Es aceitunas sin hueso. Thank you. Olives without the pit. Yes. Well, uh, brother. Um, you brought your guitar today too. You brought your guitar. Let's do. And I want. Let's play some music. Let's bring the library lady in. She's been working. She's running. She's works the library here. She's got some messages. And you, if you'd like to, if you want to, I'd like to see you. I'd love to see it. And then you can get up and play some guitar. How's yeah, that? for sure. I would love to play some of my music. Um, I'm gonna play. Uh, I, I cannot say that it's classical music. It's just a free composition. We believe in that. Um, I'm mixing a little bit of. Uh, flamenco music a little bit of my feelings a little bit of cuban rhythms and it's uh it's like i said a free composition and it's so hard for me to describe that kind of music because uh it's, it's sometimes uh it's a feeling that just it's growing up. up. It's growing. It's growing in 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 the deeper. In, in the pit. Exactly. The olive inside the pit. The exactly. olive without this pit. I'm beginning to get it. But well, let me <laughs> say this to you, brother. <laughs> if you keep coming back here, make some time as every each every Friday, if you'd like to come back, play some music, let people know what you're doing. People are going to begin beginning to get, get used to hearing you. And one thing I would say is that you're you're here as English. What you do, Val, is this right? English is a second language. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I'm, 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 making your I'm second working, language. perfecting my English. And w well, what can make <laughs> And I'm working on helping other people perfect their English or improve. <laughs> but but uh, luckily, Norberto, you're already very good. So Thank you make you. you make my job easy. And it will get better and better. <laughs> and better and better. If each week you think, well, I'm going to come and be on Radio Mutiny and the Common Thread Collective, your, your, uh, your practice, your English will get better and better. That's true. Just you're you're welcome anytime. Thank just you. Just that. Well, each and every week. Just uh, we'll uh, get better and better uh, because practice. Uh, I have a line. Let's see if, I, if you get this one. Here it goes. Listen I to will. this. Sure. Here's the line. Practice may not make perfect, but it just might make better. Practice may not make perfect, but it just might make better. And you'll keep getting better. We'll see it, won't we, Val? You'll see it every day. I, d I do. I see it, I see it all day. Uh, all, every day. Every day. Well, how beautiful. And here oh, every Friday. Get your guitar, and we're going to do what we do. Yeah, we're going to bring in the, the library lady to make a couple announcements while you get set up. And, um, oh, she is? That's all right. I want to play a little music here. Uh, a little more music from our, from, uh, uh Elisa Hava, Eve of Eden. This song is called Natural State. Then we'll be back with some announcements from the library lady and some live music from Norberto Guerra. I feel caught in 
to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District. And the library lady, that is our very own library lady from the Mission Branch Library, um, is here with a few announcements. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, you guys. Hi, Dave. Hi, Val. Um, I'm here just to give... um, First, I'll start with... um, a little bit before I left off last week talking about the immigrant services programs offered at many San Francisco libraries. Our main website is sfpl.org. There's a little brochure flowing around, floating around. It has a picture of Lady Liberty, the Statue of Liberty, and it says, all are welcome. 
the three main organizations that we've worked with to help us put t together, well, I think they've been going pretty well. We're Good. trying to publicize them as much as we can. Need to do that. And um, so we've partnered with a group called San Francisco Immigrant Legal and Education Network. I'm just shortening it to Svelen. S-F-I-L-E-N. And their website is S-F-I-L-E-N dot org. Um, S-F-Lean almost. That's right. Oh, S-F-I-Lean. Like a, like a lean, like a, like a repossessed kind of uh, piece oh, of property. A lean on your life. A lean on your Right? So, Is that um, how you spell it? L-I-E-N? That's lean, yeah. right? Yeah, S-F-I-L-E-N dot org. Now, it turns out that their offices, I recently found out, are nearby at 938 Valencia, which is, they're in the building of Dolores Street Community Services. When I wandered into that building, um, I saw a lot of activity. I saw um, several agencies that help people with housing, um, getting health care, this, that, and the other, and um, they're also in that building. So that's a great place to stop by also for people that want to get plugged in to yeah. um, services and information resources. Dolores Street Community Services, Beautiful 938 place. Valencia. Very special. And I want to say this, that I've been reading, that ICE, that's, the, that's, that's, part, of, that's the part of government, We've been given the chance of finding people, deporting people, putting them in private prisons, which are growing, growing, growing. If you go to the stock exchange, you see it's getting more and more, putting them in private prisons where they can stay for years. That ICE has been on the move. The other things like, like they were surrounding a high school, trying to grab people. It's insane. It's stupid. And it's not about, we're about being free. So go ahead. I, I think that's right. Um, thousands, uh, tens of thousands of people have been um, apprehended. Could be. Many are um, incarcerated at this time in these detention centers around the country. Um, some people have been able to get plugged in immediately. And um, I know on KPFA, I heard a report about a lady who had gone to a sanctuary church Unitarian. in her city Colorado. and with her family. And um, I feel like um, she was able to um, get legal um, support she, for and be able to leave and she go was. home. It was yesterday. And, so um, the struggle continues, hmm. and I'm so glad it's happening right here where people are there yeah. ready to lend a hand. And people can also, um, for government-type issues, the fifth floor of the main library is a government information center. All kinds of uh, ways to uh, find out what the legal resources are here in San Francisco, but all over the Bay Area and California. They're just a few blocks away from the San Francisco Law Library, which also has a variety of resources. Yep. And it's my understanding um, many of their services are just open for the public if they're involved in any legal case. Hmm. So um, that's at 400 McAllister also. So, But check with the main library, fifth floor. The GovDocs librarians are very knowledgeable 
and we have the Spanish-speaking librarians on the third floor at our International Center. People are ready to lend a hand, and that's how it should be for both the undocumented and the, un and the documented. We're all, this, we're all in this together, and we be radio-free San Francisco. What else do you have? Well, um, also, I just want to, th again, thank you, Mutiny Radio, for being no here. This open mic, I actually come away learning something every week. Um, so I think it's also a great community resource, a great place to share information. That's what we're about. We're about learning, loving, and uh, learning, <coughs> loving, and having some fun. And having some fun. Um, learning is fun. It is. Learning is fun. Okay, learn now you sound love. like a librarian. Love to learn. Oh, there's this great picture I want to show you. <laughs> I was just always a really good student. My daughter is, uh, <laughs> is a head librarian of a branch, I have to find it, of a branch in uh, the Brooklyn Public Library, the Pacific Branch. And they made a, uh, I'm going to get some, and I'm going to get some here. They made a bookmark of librarians there, of, of head librarian, of, uh, librarian managers. And uh, so, uh, so they have this bookmark, she just sent me it, I think I'll try to find it, of herself, uh, put out by the Brooklyn Public Library, and it's a beautiful picture of her reading. Of so course. we'll have to look on Diamond Dave's Facebook later for we'll that find one. It. Or Brooklyn Public Library, and you can find her Facebook page is, uh, is Candace, Candace Grace Vasquez, Vasquez, Candace Grace. And uh, I think she, did she did she visit us here once just very uh, very briefly? I mean, she, she well she was in town. She's kind of swung through. I don't she remember did. we chatting with her, but um, yeah, part of the the extended Whitaker brood. <laughs> well, brood. Um, speaking so we, uh, we of brood, don't brood because we're brood. But tell us more because we're well, that's right. Don't brood all weekend. There is some fun stuff going on right here at the Mission Library tomorrow, Saturday, May twentieth. Um, the flyer says eleven thirty to four, but there's actually stuff going on till five. All right. In the morning right. for children and families, there's face painting at eleven thirty. And then if you are interested in neighborhood musicians of any sort, you might want to check out the Mission High Mariachi Band. That's going to start around 1 o'clock. And um, we'll see. You might see them outside the library at the Plaza at 24th and Bartlett. And after that, we're hosting some neighborhood poets. They're called the Pan Dulce Poets. Wow. And, um, tomorrow, that's all been, this is tomorrow. All of this is tomorrow, uh, 24th and Bartlett Mission Branch Library. So who are Part they? of the San Francisco Public wow, Library System, so sfpl.org. And so you're doing so good, and it's so good. I'm so glad to be a voice. A voice of all that. So who are, let's say if there's, if there's a, uh, who are the Pan Dulce Poets? Well, um, I don't have the complete list. You know the complete list um, Richard, who comes here, uh, said he used to be part of the group. And um, Richard, I wish you were here if you want to call yeah, in and right. tell us who they are. Otherwise, they they had a regular meeting at La Arena Bakery on 24th Street. Right. And it used to oh, be monthly. Now I know. Right. So and I'm sure many of you know who they are. And you? if not, give us a call at the library, 355-2800. We can look it up for you. And let me give you another. <laughs> Thank you. Look Thank it up. You. The main thing libraries do. <laughs> let me give you another for tomorrow, because this is where I'm going to be. I just got it. I'm going to find it. I just got that. You know the poet Cla Clara Sue? Oh yes. Clara Sue. Did you get a Did you get an invitation to her event? What's the event? Okay. Well, well, you know word party. 
this is poetry in Chinatown. Oh, okay. And they said everybody's invited, and they're going to have a uh, they're going to have a backup round, so it'll be poetry of jazz. I believe you know the band I'm talking about. It's kind of like a word party, but on the corner of Sacramento and Grant, I believe. I'm going to look it up now. Sacramento and Grant on the corner. There'll be poetry and jazz in Chinatown. Oh, very cool. Tomorrow. That's tomorrow as well. Noon to three. Now, that reminds me. She read with one of the Pandulce poets. I don't know if he's still in the group, but his name's Caesar Love. Oh, I love Caesar Love. In the neighborhood, and he has a new book out. And um, a neighborhood artist did the work for it, Laura Campos. Anyway, I feel like... Unless he's got to be at a baseball game, he might be one of the poets reading tomorrow at the library. So I'm just going to give you the quick rundown one more time. 11.30 to 5, because I forgot there's one more children's event in the children's room. 3 to 5, you can come and make a marble maze. Marble Maze. And if you want to find out what that is, um, call our children's room, 355-2828. So we have Open House, Casa Abierta de la Biblioteca de la Misión, 1130 to 5, 24th and Bartlett. Um, Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. And if you're not there, you might be in the neighborhood for Porch Fest. Look that up too, sfporchfest.org. Free music all around the neighborhood, indoors, outdoors, in people's gardens, in their yards, on their porches. And I know one of the features group for Porch Fest is our own uh, Trio Cambio. And I'd love to find that maybe if we Google the Porch Fest Trio Cambio, we can find out whether they're going to be playing tomorrow afternoon, come to think of it. Oh, they're at Adobe Books. Um, I don't remember the time, but it is in the mid to late afternoon, Adobe Bookstore on 24th Street. Tomorrow? That's right. Oh, right. beautiful. Yeah, I, I, just, I just took a picture of the sign, actually. So the Porch Fest after party is going to be at Adobe Books. So Saturday, uh, that's tomorrow, the 20th. Um, it's called The Seamen with uh, Meta Gaucho. So 6 p.m. is the early show. It's at 6 p.m. And um, that's going to be in the back room gallery at Adobe Books. Trio Cambio. Wow. Very cool. Wow, hey, look, Val. Just a library lady. Such library a re- lady. so resourceful, the librarian. I'm <laughs> so glad you're here. And and that, sometimes and Dave stops by the library and oh. he's always looking for roomy. Well, it's one of the things I think for. Well, I was, but I found him. He's in my heart. That's right. And I want to say that in my mind. And thank you for giving. In fact, you gave me a copy of uh, Rumi, a thank special you. copy, and I usually carry it with me. I didn't today. But tomorrow, we got a lot to do. I wanted to, and I'm sure that Caesar Love and myself will early on get over to Chinatown, and then, ouch, 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 if my back doesn't collapse, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go buy Adobe Books and come over in the library. And Val. Yes, dear. Well, when we think about over the year, over the years that we've been together and been doing this, it's amazing how we've just naturally all these different streams have come together. Well, when we do what we do and relate to one another and connect to one another and put it out around the planet right here, isn't it? It is. It's it's remarkable. Is it a show? It's a special show, isn't it? Why don't you toss out the, the common thread uh, net, Dave? Well, that's what we do. I thought I said it. You mean cast that wide net? Find that common thread? Let life uh, flourish? 
And then what we're trying to do is to keep it balanced, to get the library, the library to Chinatown and back. Don't panic, keep it organic. That's right. We're gonna do as we can. And it's gonna be a beautiful day in San Francisco, a day like this. It know. will indeed, oh, indeed. My and Dave, pleasure. do you know that you have sparkles all over your face? I do. I took my. Well, I took. Uh, that's indeed. People who see me, you got sparkles all over your face. This comes an occasion. I go back to my former stroll. I'm talking about Hate Street. Uh, did Sonny put some of those sparkles on did you? Sonny put, uh, I don't know if it's <laughs> what I said. I, 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 uh, I, I walk into uh, I'm not going to love it. Hey, on a Friday, one Friday, not this Friday, I think, but a Friday, you know, they have an event, just to add my husband event. They have a gathering, they have an event that uh, kind of is a part of the Summer of Love, an event every Friday. Till, uh, from 5 to 7.30 or something at uh, Love on Hate. Right, Love on Hate, which is right at the corner of Hate and Masonic. It was formerly called Jammin' on Hate, but Jammin it's still part Hate. of the same family. Uh, proprietress um, and... Uh, I think she, I think she's the, the president of awesomeness um, is her what her... Um, her uh, business card says, but that's Sunshine Powers, and she's a, she's native San Franciscan. Uh, she and I had, she and I met several years ago in kind of a ran, random circumstances, not in the hate, um, but uh, she's she's a designer as well, wow. and so she, you know, all these crazy like awesome uh, tie dye dresses that I've been wearing to like the Human Being fiftieth to to co-host that and MC at Earth Day and poems under the dome. She she made all those dresses all that was, all that was she's she's amazingly talented and now she, they put the dj booth up at the love on hate so that's that's the the, the hey, gathering now, you're talking about now it comes back to me you know i'm old so my memory is not your but, yeah. but get put wasn't she a co-host for a while on this show she would she came by quite uh, for, uh, for a little while yeah and she had stuff to it and she I, did. I, I think we call her a co-host. She was a right. She's a writer. She's a, she's, she's kind of a, a, a an amazing. She's an amazing person. Well, let's get and, to where we know of one thing. Doing this show, Val, we could say we've met a lot of amazing people. We have. We and have brought them together. And one of the things that they're working on that I wanted to mention. It's a real. Please. It's a real big. Um, or pro. It's a really big contribution to San Francisco and to the Haight-Ashbury is um, their organization called Taking It to the Streets, which has helped um, hundreds of young homeless people uh, to get housing. They do a housing first policy get housing, get job training. They, they work five hours a, a day, five days a week, cleaning up the, the Hate Street corridor in, the, in Coal Valley. Um, they help them with, they do casework for them, help them get off of drugs. Um, so it's this organization that even, uh, that London, it's in District 5, so London Breed has, has stepped in as their uh, supervisor and, and helps secure funding for them. And they've just been expanding from the philosophy of love. And uh, the, if you would take a walk it's down taking it street, to the street, I did. That's how I happened to be sparkling. Sparkling, and I always stop in and get sparkle, and they say, how would you like it? I say, you guys, I leave it to you. And they, 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 they're the ones who do the sparkling. But, but I want to say it's, this. It's nice. It's walk subtle. on Heath Street, then it's beautiful days, and the numbers of the very youth you're talking about. The very youth, they call themselves crusties at one time, gutter punks at one time, but now a lot of them call themselves dirty kids. Their numbers are increasing. They're well there. And it's so good to see them, that another generation on the hate, with their dogs and the with their dogs, their guitars, finding one another. The dirty kids, I want to send this show out to them and tell them I, I was there in 67, I was there in 66, 
and uh, and they're carrying on as and I'm so glad there's people that are stepping out and taking to the streets because they're out there and it's needed and they're they're intelligent human beings so let's take it to the streets Thank yeah. Right. And who we have, he's waiting, he's been waiting. Oh, I know, so patient. Okay. Norberto's been so patient with Norberto, us. Norberto, <laughs> we love it. So look, he could be a boxer. Look, that guy's well built. But anyway, hey, Norberto. <laughs> so good to see you. And you got your guitar in hand. Now I'm going to come out and I want to hear you. Rock, rock us out, Norberto. What a guy. What a show. Go for it. Once
That was beautiful. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. That'd be amazing. That'd be special. Thank you. That's Norberto that Guerra from Havana. I'm so glad you're here, Norberto, and um, and that uh, you've brought your music to share with us here today yeah, and here to share in San Francisco. It's so cool. So cool. And there's a, a couple a couple tracks of yours that people can can find, right? Yeah, there is a couple tracks that people can find, but uh, mostly are demos. Um, is you cannot find the whole album. Um, I'm sorry that you can not find it, but I have the album, so I'm gonna be happy to share the album. And no, no, sorry, necessary. Mm-hmm. Instead, say to be continued. That's right. And I t- see what you do. <laughs> I can see there's places even here in San Francisco comes to my mind where I'd love to see you when people would sit in a cafe, have a kind of atmosphere, sitting and you're just playing your guitar. Do you want to do that? Can you do that? Uh, yeah, sure. I well, can do that. Well, let's go. We're going to take a walk over to the Revolution Cafe <laughs> when this is over and, and see what we can show you. A good start. So let's say uh, this brother is here. It's a good start. Anybody who would like to lend a hand, lend a hand to making it happen, to make that communication go. From Cuba, from Havana, to San Francisco, to lend a hand, uh, find us, you can find, you know how to find us, find us, connect to us, and I know a lot of, uh, there's a lot of folks, your band, a lot of folks, uh, should I say this or not, I really, I will say it, I'm really hoping that you make these connections, because it's one thing to be just on one island, but it's another thing to be heard around the planet, (laughs) as we all be fellow human beings around the planet. And San Francisco is a good place to come. It's a good start-off place. It's a good jump-off place to do just that. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the help and for the opportunity that also come and play my music and be able to share my music, my productions. And what I'm doing, that's me. That's my feelings. Uh, music and it's, it's all that I am. All that you, so any fo- folks out there, come on through. And I know you're going to meet people that this is starting. You do, you do, you did a solo today, but I wouldn't be surprised if there'll be a few more people. Uh, a few more people. We keep on coming. We all, Blood Flower, uh, I believe, will play with you. I know he can. I know that dude. He does that, and people will be coming in, and soon we'll have a ensemble. An ensemble, because your music is open. Is it flamenco? Could be. Is it Cuban? Certainly. Is <laughs> it all kinds of things? Certainly. As I said, what do we do here? We cast a wide net. <laughs> and the common thread is your music for you. And what we say is let it flourish. That means in English, let it, that, means to, that means let it happen. That means let it flourish. Let the flowers grow. And then I say, don't panic. We'll just keep it organic, organic, and that's what you do with your music. That means keep it in balance. Yeah. Keep it in balance yeah. and stay open. And love is the answer to what we're all about: learning to love, loving to learn. And what I said after that is these words: Love, love will get you everywhere. Hate will get you nowhere. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's right. Thank you. And yeah, you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco. So streaming around the planet on the internet and also the podcast will be available on our website, MutinyRadio.fm right after the show. And if you go there, if you go to our website, M-U-T-I-N-Y Radio. Um, you'll see that uh, what pops up, it actually changes the uh, the URL and it says PCR Collective. That is still the right uh, spot. So PCRCollective.org or MutinyRadio.fm. You find our podcasts, and uh, we're so we're so pleased to be able to provide a platform for artists uh, locally and globally uh, to come and share their work and be heard and uh you know experiment and this is free speech radio here on mutiny radio and um we are honored and privileged to be in this position to uh well just to spread the word and to spread the love it is the 21st century after all and we could all use it and you know what Something that we didn't do at the beginning of the show that I'd like to do right now um, is play uh, Ooby Dooby because everything is going to be all right. So, um, so thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes with uh, more content, more more live uh, stuff here. Here we go.
trading my possessions for a cabin in the woods. Addictions and obsessions never did me any good. Waiting out the storm clouds of gas and steam. No one seems to know what any of it means. I've been tearing myself down A shot went off without a sound In the heart of a ghost town Keeping my feet upon the ground I've been laying my roots down In the heart of a ghost town Illusions and apparitions Dust back into dust Learn to trust our intuition Is this the promised land or bust? Fall out of our ambition Can more be ever enough? Now the water is poisoned The sky's alarming The soil's too hot to touch Built a ladder to the sun Wrestle to the ground Wind chimes recall generations Lost without a sound Flashing orange warning lights No sign is slowing down If no one sees it No one hears it How will we resurrect our spirit? the window like a flame to a whisper I'll fade away in there and then rise up like a phantom to haunt the world outside in the darkness from these forgotten words in silent prayer and meditation See beyond the disinformation And the broken promise Of our industrial machine The planet's road to ruin Is paved with someone else's dreams I've been tearing myself down To bring our spirit back around Part of a ghost town To keep my feet upon the ground I've been laying my roots down
All right. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. And uh, we're certainly happy to be here on this beautiful Friday. Friday. It seems too beautiful to be glued to what's happening in the White House and the inner circle. And inner circle apparently at war with itself. Uh, to read the tea leaves is amazing. I, I, I'm walking down the street. I look down. Oh, there's CNN on my handheld unit with something new. The next to the latest, of course, is that it turns out that Trump, when he was meeting, this is the Russians, with all this about the Russians, and you think he'd stay away, but no. He's uh, keep the Russians at arm's length. I mean, more than arm's length, but no, he brought them right into the, right into the Oval Office. And then the words that came out, I just saw, on my way over here, I saw that he said the head of the FBI, we just fired, this was the day after he fired him, he said to the, this is to the... James, James Comey. James Comey, thank Comey. you, I'm hard with the name. To James Comey. He said to James Comey, he said about James Comey, he said, uh, I just fired him, and this is to the, to the, uh, to the Minister of, of State, the second biggest deal in, in, China, in Russia uh, uh, under Putin, and to the, the American ambassador for which there's been all this, uh, the Russian ambassador for which all this suspicion and all these uh, behind this uh, deep state stuff has been going on. He had him in his office. Fuck you, I'm gonna have my office. I don't care, what did he say? He said, I just fired the head of the FBI and, he, and what is he? And I'm quoting him, quote unquote, a real nutcase. Now wait a minute. So here, and you're right. It's the New York Times and the Washington Post I need to join them because I get half into the article and they say you have to pay 99 cents a week or something to read these articles. And this one is, uh, as of Thursday, yesterday, special counsel will invite, will investigate Russian influence. Choice is Coney's, is Coney's predecessor at the FBI. A legal risk rises for the president. And what they mean by legal risk, that it could be from the, from the White House to the jailhouse. Hey, Trump, bring, I hope you got a Bible or something, because it could be from the White House to the jailhouse. I don't know if he's fact or not. Well, it's just so bizarre because, bizarre I mean, it's, it, you know, this is a guy who's made a who's built his career on on uh, settling lawsuits you know working workers uh, demanding to be paid what was in their contract trying to go to court and then the you know the trump uh, you know estate fighting it in court outspending them on legal fees on lawyers and then just settling for less than they had contracted to pay Pennies initially you know he's had all sorts of civil suits that he's just settled and out of court and let's just deal with this and let's just pay him a little bit of money and this is a very different type of legal system mr president and also well one of the things we can get into i got gary here gary is the one who keeps his uh, his nose to the grindstone and his shoulder the wheel about all this. So Gary, part of it has also been that there were certain financial machinations between Trump and, the, and, and those multimillionaires in Russia. Is that right? It looks like tens of billions of dollars in equity and cash have changed hands around this election of, between Russian entities, both people 
and individuals and government organizations pumping money into the U.S. and other uh, countries' elections. Brexit was a Russian production. And this is not done out of the, out of the kindness of their heart. This is done. Why is this done? It's power seeking. Well, uh, power seeking. What is it? It's money. I, it's money and power. Money there, and there's power. a central bank in Russia now, which there wasn't always a central bank in Russia. So there's a lot of moves that the you know that that Putin or whoever can make, um, you know, to try to um, you know enrich their fill their coffers. And uh, do you feel, Gary? I'm about to turn it over to you for five minutes or so. Do you feel, Gary, that uh, that uh, the that Trump? can go, they'll get a certain point where they no longer need Trump, and they can throw him in the garbage can if they wanted to, whatever, take that Marxist term that Marx into, Lenin's used, into the dust bin of history. That was Lenin's term. So what's happening here? I, I, I think your instinct is right, Dave, but I think he's always been a disposable resource to them. I think the meeting that was alleged to happen in July, at a parallel to the Republican convention between the Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov and the Russian U.S. Ambassador and rumored spymaster Kislev, was set up intending to be taped. It was allegedly taped by multiple allied native, NATO uh, foreign intelligence agencies. The meeting included Trump, Pence, Ryan, Priebus, McConnell, allegedly, and... Um, the discussion was selling Ukraine out uh, for tens of more than tens of millions of dollars in campaign cash illegally delivered by the uh, Russian fertilizer king, the Potash king, who bought Trump's uh, mansion for $95 million, had a very bizarre series of bizarre. flights and landings throughout the general election. Rachel Maddow and other people have covered it. At some points, Trump seemed to change his schedule to meet Rebelov, to rendezvous with him, to be in the same place. The allegation at this meeting is that Rebelov was dispensing duffel bags full of Breaking Bad level cash at each stop to be dispensed among Republican operatives on the ground. Sure. That is that is the nest of rumors. Um, but I think most importantly right now is that the momentum and fog of war overtake everything. We're at a state where we are essentially not only having civil war among the government, the deep state seems to be attacking Donald Trump and his cohorts daily. But last Friday, the planet witnessed the largest cyber attack in history. That's right. What's the, what's the connection? Of course I realize that there must be some connection between that. Well, I mean, uh, in history. Uh, yes. In which they're de 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 demanding uh, bitcoins... And some are paying and demanding bitcoins. A distraction. A distraction, a distraction to make it seem like criminal activity. Well, that's just um, the beginning of that. If they can do it once, they can do it again and again and again. Well, the question is, what was the purpose of this cyber attack? Uh, Large-scale state-sponsored hacking requires the distribution of uh, code packages over many hundreds of thousands of machines unsuspecting by their owners throughout the planet. It looks like... Well, and that's... Uh, that's it. They're distributed by wire. They're distributed a computer somewhere. Yes. It has the code packages. Yes. 
and they're sending it down. And I don't mean one country. It looks like it was, I think... 150 uh, were rumored to be attacked. 150, and they wanted to make sure to do that. So the distraction is that they say that they they wanted $300 and we'll give you your, uh, exactly. your computer back. But in fact, the very... The very what's the word? The very amazing magnificence. Can I, I can't use it, but I will. Of this event, where 130 countries is so. There's somewhere. There's not just one computer. There must be a bank of computers that are putting these things out. How can we imagine Yes, that? yes. They work as a virtual network or virtual supercomputer, particularly with certain kinds of hacks that require a lot of horsepower, like denial of service attacks. But the question is, what's how, the question? how much of what's their the network answer? was taken down? Uh, will they be able to retaliate with cyber? This took place three days after the Russians were mocking uh, the American deep state on Twitter. Uh, Trump himself tweeted a Russian joke. The Russians are laughing up their sleeves at us. This was all rubbing the red cape in front of the deep state bull. So uh, can the Russians retaliate? Did we take down part of their network or all of their their network, which would be a delay, and really limit their ability to retaliate with cyber? If we took a portion of their network down, we can expect a very large cyber attack in the next three weeks of similar proportions, but focused on the United States. One of the reasons I'm sure the United States was behind this was we reported to have almost as many computers affected in our country as the Russian Interior Ministry, one department of the Russian government allegedly had as many computers affected by this attack last week as our entire country did. And as they say in the song, about bringing it all back home, that if you look at the people throughout throughout the world they came to work on Monday, it was just last Monday, and to investigate whether their computer had been taken over or not. And a lot of them had. And a lot of this happened over the weekend, a lot of this happened Friday, and it's just, uh, I mean, we don't, have the, we don't have the conversation for it. I don't. We don't have, it's hard to have a concept for this. It's kind of beyond, it's just beyond. And what's going to happen next, hey, Val? Hey, I'm back. What's good? We're talking about this computer attack. I know. I kind of came in on the trail end of that. I didn't catch the, the, the breadth of that cyber attack. They're trying to blame it on North Korea this week, but it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. What the, makes uh, no sense whatsoever. And they didn't hold on to that. They'll drop something on and then they'll leave what, it at that. Well, what, what, what we see is the um, military industrial complex feeding into um, what we can refer to actually as the actual deep state. Yes. Um, which is not what the New York Times would have you uh, believe is a deep state. But they're formatting it as if they're aware. Uh, they, they and the Wall Street Journal have been putting the exploits of the deep state for the last two, two and a half weeks in the same section of their front page, top but right column. This is also the newspaper yes. that... that, that um, stood by the Bush administration and took us into Iraq. Of course. So, but, I mean, it's part of the system, the New York Times. I agree. But it's also, I agree. It's also one where we've had reporters who are very astute, reporters who are trying to speak to us, speak to us in this format of they who want us to do this or that, and that in this format, and speak to us. I, I read it. I can read it. And it's all about reading. I call it reading between the lines of the New York Times. That's right. That's yes. how you and I started um, yes. together oh, on this show. That's what we Dave. did. We had a guy who came in. Well, here is here. Let me tell you, let's read this um, this paragraph. And we're about. To, I guess we're going to wind up early. Is that right? Yeah, a little bit early. That's fine. We're okay though. Okay. This is the headline is Washington memo. 
Remember they say memo, and this is the memo, the memos, uh, that kind of refers to the memos that the former uh, head of the FBI, when he'd been meeting with Trump, when he'd been in this meeting, he'd been to be taking detailed memos. Which are introducible as court as a, for, a, for evidence with FBI agents. And uh, uh, <laughs> memos, memos. And this is called Washington Memo. I think yeah. it was during the... Just like meeting minutes, right? I mean, you have a meeting, you take minutes. Like, what did we talk about? What was uh, the agenda? Trump trying to commit a felony. Trump trying to make me commit a felony. That's roughly the uh, summary of most of the Trump yeah, memos. Yeah, we're, ta- we're talking... <laughs> we're, we're focusing on that meeting. Okay. Where, they, where the Attorney General was, where the Vice President Pence, and where the, where the then head of the FBI was... They're in the meeting in the Oval Office again. This guy doesn't—he's coming to the secret meeting office, which is covered with that. He doesn't be like in the Oval Office this was. And Pence, <laughs> what's, the, what's the Attorney General name? Uh, the current Jeff one Sessions. Is Sessions. Okay, Sessions was there. Sessions, who was the one who helped engineer all this, they say, along with this. Uh, we're about to get to him. This other guy who's rising up in power—I'd never heard of him before. But it was uh, anyway. Which one? Uh, uh, the, the, the uh, Ro- Rosenstein. Yes, the uh, att- Deputy Attorney General. Who came out of nowhere, but is definitely on the move. He's, I guess he might be in the deep state. I don't know. But here, let's read this. On day 118 <laughs> of the Trump administration, a special counsel was appointed. The word impeachment... Impeachment was uh, was uttered in the, uh, on the floor of the House of Representatives. That's right. And the President of the United States contemplated how to go forward with the with the with the next 1,343 days. Uh, the notion. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. That President Trump will actually be impeached. No, sorry, necessary. Seemed like a liberal, like liberal wishful thinking, but a new prospector represented a serious threat, and Washington was abuzz on Wednesday with the, with the surround, it's the, it's the surround sound of scandal. Mm. Not just the sound of scandal, but the surround sound of scandal. That's, that, good, writing. that's good writing. Mm-hmm. Lawmakers demanded documents. The dollar Jones average fell Plunged. by more than 370 points. Plunged. Watergate talk, talking heads. Flooded, walking gate, talking heads, flooded cable news networks. So they took these guys now, old guys now, out of their woodwork, out of their wherever they were, there where they were, and said, "We need you. We need some. We need your talking head. Some smells like Watergate to me." Now I'm old enough, unlike you guys maybe, that I remember Watergate very well. I could be a Watergate talking head. <clears throat> For yeah. a president. Because can, can, to put it in the context, right, Dave? So <clears throat> um, Nixon uh, Nixon was was impeached. He wasn't kicked out of office. Uh, at, you know, in the he end, resigned. He, he resigned. But impeachment is a is a process. It's a it's something that can be recommended it's by the process. House of Representatives, but the Senate Both actually the Senate. has to hold impeachment hearings. And this was for obstruction of justice, which is why so far, which, well, for Nixon, right? That's what they brought charges impeachment against him for obstruction of justice because he fired Archibald Cox, right? The the uh, the uh, FBI director who was at the time investigating him. 
And also, and a special so this, prosecutor this, had been formed, and he fired him. Is that right? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, to fire the special prosecutor. All right, so this is this is what we're seeing the parallels between Watergate and and what's happening now, which is if there's an investigation against the president by the FBI, James Comey leading it, and then he being fired, looking like a pretty clear cut case of obstruction of justice. So yeah. If you can fire right. the person who's investigating you, that's not a just that's not the justice no. system that and we remember that this. We, uh, look look for. The, the, the Watergate was uh, when he comes down to it. It was about hiding stuff, but it was about a, a, a burglary right. in the Watergate Hotel in their headquarters of the Democratic Convention. But now, but this about. involved the Russians. This involved much heavier stuff. High treason. High treason. The Russians. And then he dares to just bring the very people right into the Oval Office where he laughingly tells them that the, the head of the FBI, don't worry, he's a nutcase. And that, that, those words will be coming out soon. What was said? Everything is remember. Everything is probably recorded. Isn't that right? Well, there's arguments about what TASS, which was the only news agency there, Look officially did or didn't record. Um, they did do right. They no American to... press were allowed there, but Russian press were allowed in, in the meeting. And, and they took a picture. And oh, we were really mad. I said uh, the White House. We didn't think they'd uh, they'd be sent it nationwide. They didn't. We didn't think that probably the Russian press would print it. Why would you think that? Of course they would. Who's joking there? We didn't think we're, we're angry. We're really pissed off. We saw them take the picture, but I guess they, they thought they'd just keep it for their uh, their personal gallery. <laughs> a little, I, me- a little I, memento from I their would say visit. they were helping Trump out with a distraction that couldn't be prosecuted. There was nothing technically illegal that happened, so it, it really is just another way to get people upset. Now, moving forward requires focusing on Putin, even if Trump's not in office and Pence is not in office, because Putin's the war. Uh, we're dealing with this not because Trump is such a brilliant guy. We're dealing with this because Trump is corrupt and has been a Russian asset for decades. But there's also, I mean, before Obama left office, he deployed the biggest amount of U- U.S. troops to the Eastern, uh, to Eastern Europe along the Russian border into Poland. Um, I mean, this is not a, a Trump administration, uh, you know, solo job here of, uh, you know, what they're trying to say is like building bridges between us and Russia, which, you know, in a in an idealistic kind of diplomatic sense, we would want to be continuing to build ties with our allies around the world but what we've been seeing in this past year year and a half is trotting out this cold war rhetoric because they want to have the build-up to war because if there's war the people who make the war get make the money and so you follow the money and you'll see who's doing it and all of these other players are just players in this bigger in this bigger game yes it's funny to me that russia i remember the communist party I remember the left wing. I remember uh, the Communist Party, so on, where they were claiming that Russia was a left wing thing and it was part of a help. But now we got we got Putin. Now Putin is no Leninist socialist, but Putin is uh, running his country in the same way as the Russians did, as the Russian leadership did. But he's Putin. He said, uh, you know, it's, uh, he's, av- he's avoided. I'm not a communist. I'm not a socialist. I'm a Putin. He was a KGB. A, he was in the KGB. A of, uh, he was the head. He was the head of the KGB. Most right. polls has never 
commanded the support of a majority of the public, the accumulated toll of self-inflicted wounds has been a challenge from the start. Self-inflicted wounds. Now, now for now, he faces perhaps the most daunting moment of his young administration after his decision to fire the FBI director. His disclosure of sensitive information to the Russians and a report that he tried to shut down and investigate it into a former aide. Former aid. Now, I just read on my face over here, I'm kind of obsessed on the way over, that the, uh, that the, 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 the investigators, I guess the, the intelligence committee, have picked, have said there's a person, person of interest in the White House. Now, they, we know the names of the ones they've given so far, but this is a person of interest whose name they haven't given, they won't give, but who is very close to, to Trump. Who is this person of interest, and why have they put it out there? There are so many options, and I yeah, think they put it out there to point out just how many options there really are oh, in the administration. But I, I'm really concerned because, as Val said, war profits only the people who sell bullets. And it looks and, and like the Cold takes. War is escalating dramatically right now. I want to see an economic war of battery factory building. I don't want to see a shooting war. But that looks like the kind of alternative that's shaping up in the absence of anyone talking about how to defeat a cult of personality based on petrochemical revenue. Uh, and that's the thing. 100 gigafactories and Tillerson and Cheney and Co. and Putin's reign. How do we get 100 gigafactories instead of 100 bombs dropped in, in any place over this? Well, the movement is being built. Whether this could help or not, the movement. We had the big marches, we had the march of the scientists. You and I were down there at, at Earth Day, Val. Yeah, yeah. And they came in and they, they totally packed the place. Suddenly they were everywhere. Wasn't that right? They did. It was. It was they just stream. People streamed in for, you know, two hours or so or more, just coming in from the March for Science, and and that's the thing. Is like it's obviously there's just so much, um, you know. Th- Mm. It's not even ignorance. I think I think that ignorance is a mask for um, for profiteering. You know, you can't look at you can't look around the world and actually really continue to believe some of the things that a lot of these folks purport to believe and denying oh, that there's even such a thing as climate change, much less, you know, why maybe some of the, some of the possible uh, factors playing into it, you know, and, and just the loss of biodiversity, you know, things that are, you, you can, you can see it happening. I mean, I flew over the, the pole, the Northern pole um, many years ago now. And I, I was, it was the strangest visual thing I had ever my brain scrambled to really understand what I was looking at. I was flying, it was daytime. So I looked down at 30,000 feet, you know, up in the air, I looked down and it was, you know, mostly white, but then I was seeing what looked like roads. You know how if you, right when you take off on a plane, if you're leaving a city and you're not at your high, you know, you're not at your height yet uh, of flight. You're just taking off, and you look down, and you see the the highways, right? You see like Highway 101, and you could still see the cars moving, right? So kind of that size of of a strip, all right, visually. But I was at 30,000 feet, so I'm looking down. I'm like, what am I looking at? And it took my brain like a minute or so to really realize that I was looking at ice 
ice co- ca- coverage that had just split yep. into these huge, wow. giant, gaping, you know, just Fish. chasms of of dark blue water on the top at the top of the world, basically. And I was floored. Like I, I, I'll never forget seeing it, and I'll never forget how strange it was to see it. And that was like 14 years ago. I know. That's it. Looks. I just said. I mean, again. you just you. It, w- regardless of what you know, the various you know, there's a lot of science out there that says, well, this is a cause, and 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 you know, I mean, science is is a fallible thing. But the but the very existence of the fact that the climate is changing is not something that really anybody can actually deny. So I think ignorance is a mask for profiteering. And a matter, a matter of a few, do they know this? Do they, they, they pretend that they don't, don't know this? Or this? Uh, but I've uh, uh, just been uh, that in a, in a matter of a few decades, I don't think I'll see it, but you guys might, in a matter of a few decades, Shanghai is going to be underwater, San Francisco will be underwater, a number of the major cities of the, of the, of the planet are going to be underwater. Very, very frightening. But how much of the planet is going to be left if we get into a shooting war with Russia, with a nuclear-armed enemy, or if they manipulate us into a shooting war with China, uh, which has enough nukes to end the planet with nuclear winter? Well, why is it... Uh, I mean, you come... Uh, I'm always glad to see you, Gary. You're a regular guest here, and you give your take on this, on this thing that's unrolling, unrolling, unrolling so quickly. It's amazing. What, what, what <laughs> have you asked yourself? What? This is uh, this is frightening. You said yourself, this is frightening. This is make you want to vomit. But what? How have you found? Why do you? How do you find yourself to be this a matter of real interest to you? Uh, I I have the delusion that I may be able to impact events by speaking my opinion. Uh, it certainly is a dangerous delusion in these times. I've been attacked twice now. I, I survived. Uh, what is fairly described as a, a, a very incompetent assassination attempt a couple of Saturday nights ago uh, over the performance of the Trump rabies poem, which has led me to this. But truly, people being hypnotized by the most powerful propaganda campaign in history really leaves you the option, can you focus them on something useful and trigger them at that target? There's well, almost no other option. Which well, is why I say talk about Putin and well, Trump. You're, you're taking this, uh, you've taken this option. There is a place on Friday where uh, free speech prevails, and where you don't have. To, I don't think anybody's going to come to the door. Maybe I'm sure. Not yet. Yeah, you got to do it. Not yet. You. Not but, yet. Well, let's uh, let's live for the moment then. The past shakes hands with the future to the now, right now. So let's wind up a bit. But let me uh, put forth. The, uh, let me read this paragraph. And here's another. Uh, here's another. The whole page is it on the right side. You get to put it together, and then, they, they, then the kind of editorial side in the corridors of power. And here's, the, here's on the left side, on the, the left of the fold, they call it. Trump trans- transition, the Trump transition, that's the White House guys, said to know some, a, Flynn, a Flynn inquiry before hiring. Michael Flynn told President Troop's transition team weeks before the inauguration. <laughs> That he was under federal investigation for secretly working as a paid lobbyist <laughs> for Turkey during the campaign, according to two people familiar with the, with the case. Despite this warning, which came about a month after the Justice Department notified Mr. Flynn of the inquiry, Mr. Trump made, 
Mr. Trump made Mr. Flynn his national security advisor. The job gave Mr. Flynn access to the president and nearly every secret held by American intelligence, by American intelligence agencies. So in other words, they knew that this guy was working for Turkey and probably Russia, and yet they put him in a position to give him access to all this, all the, all the, all the stuff he needed. Now this is odd. This is weird. This is screwball stuff. And every day more stuff comes out. So keep, um, if, um, folks, keep your ears to ground. Read it. New York Times Online is good. I got the, somebody left the Times here. Did you hear that the thug, the head of Trump's security, that he sent to deliver the termination letter to Comey, who was not in the state at the time, yeah, he was right. visiting a field office, uh, allegedly copied the contents of Comey's hard drive? That his purpose in delivering the letter was actually to steal the contents of Comey's hard drive. That's the rumor in the last 24 yeah, hours, that, that he yeah. actually, that Trump's guy copied the hard drive of the FBI director he allegedly was there to fire allegedly uh, there was a, a, that's, hand, that's there was a, a hand delivered letter yes we know we we do know that the uh, that was a hand delivered hand delivered espionage we do know how would you steal the hard drive if well, you're delivering flash a drive. flat a paper letter flash drive no he came in no paper letter he, he physically went into comey's office Com- and did the flash drive comey happened to be in la <laughs> addressing balls that's all you can uh, say. Me, Bold, big balls. Yeah, call me. I happen to be in L.A. addressing the FBI team in um, in Los Angeles. When uh, we're going to let co- some guy go into his office, who you call? Uh, they did. Nonetheless, they did. Yeah. He had the latest to conspiracy theory. He had well, access to Comey's computer.
Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for being part of the Common Thread Collective today. It was a fun day, and uh, it usually is. But next week is the Memorial Day weekend, Dave, so I think we're going to be taking a break next week. So so taking next week off. So um, although we love to have you in here, um, if you show up, it, the doors will, will not be uh, open for the Common Thread. That's next Friday, May 20-something. Um May 20-something, whatever that may be. But um, but we will be back the following Friday, which will be June 2nd, and that'll be the day before MAP. So um, maybe we can get some, some of the MAP folks in oh, here. Beautiful. We can do that. We, we can, can sure do that. that. The MAP meetings, we'll get around, we'll talk to people, we'll bring, them, uh, we'll bring David in, and uh, maybe David and both will write. That'd be uh, nice. And two together as a team who brings, makes MAP happen. Yeah. And it uh, brings all those folks together, which is what we're doing right here. Mm-hmm. And we're all connected. Oh, and I know I just finished this because we've been talking. I just read here and they see that they intend to bring the ex-FBI agent and all of his memos after Memorial Day. Now I realize that that's not so far away. So he's going to be, uh, uh, he's been uh, subpoenaed. He's going to come down right after Memorial Day uh, to be continued. He's going to testify in front of the, 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 the House Intelligence Committee. Mm-hmm. And all the, all the Republicans run it. By this time, the shit is getting out of hand. The shit is hitting the fan. Stuff is happening. And I'm glad to be a free human being with... Uh, uh, just be a free human being, freewheeling, freestyling, and free-flowing. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Right on, Diamond Dave. Well, it's been a fun Friday. Hey, uh, if you go, it's going to be a beautiful weekend out there. Hope you have a good time. Um, if you want to come out on Sunday afternoon to uh, Adobe Books, it'll be the next installment of Kasi Dot. Uh, it's a blood flower production. Um, and the Darling Buds of May will be uh, reading. There'll be spoken word and music at Adobe Books from 4 to 6 p.m. on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This Sunday, the 21st. Uh, readers include James Zealous, Global Val here, Bear, Richard Sandrell, E.K. Keith, D. Allen, uh, Clara Sue, uh, Kim Shuck, and uh, Windsong, and more. <coughs> and I hear Bloodflower is going to be there too. Uh, but yeah, Adobe Books is at 3130. 24th Street here in the Mission District. Come on through Sunday afternoon. I'll be cruising over there uh, to be part of it. Um, but I usually go to the Bay to Breakers. Um, now, I know you're probably saying, Val, aren't you a little too old to be like drinking in the streets? Hell no. Um, and uh, really, my focus is not drinking in the streets anymore. Um, but I fly the Freedom flag. That's right, the Freedom flag. Um, that's F-W-E-E-D-O-M. Freedom. Um, so if you come out, say if you see the Freedom flag, so come and say hi. Um, I'll be waving it at uh, Alamo Square in the morning and then cruising down through the panhandle um, to celebrate Freedom. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Again, no live show for us next Friday. That's the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. We're taking a break. Um, but well <laughs> thank you for this well-deserved break. Thank you, Blood Flower. I feel like it is so. Um, truth be told. But we'll be back here with a live show on June 2nd. And um, yeah, it'll be the day before MAP. Uh, MAP's going to be happening on June 3rd. I'm going to be reading as part of MAP in the Secret Garden on Saturday night. Six to nine, there's an event going on over there. So all's well here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, we send out love and blessings. And you know what? We didn't say it, but welcome back, Chelsea Manning. Thank you for being a truth teller. And may you always walk free. About to go on there. Yeah, what, yeah. Let's let's talk about it. We're on. Well, Hi, hey, welcome, Win Song. Guess who came? Uh, I came in. I looked. Uh, I don't. Sometimes at my. And I, what? It's Win Song. Yeah. Good and to see you. We were talking about you earlier, in terms of uh, Trio Cambio, kind of our host band. It's so good to see you. So what's going to be happening? Tell us. Tell the tell the world what you're doing on Saturday. So this Saturday, we're really excited. Um, I'm too excited to be back. Um, on the on the scene in San Francisco, um, sharing our messages, uh, we're going to be playing our music at Adobe Books on 24th Street at 4 p.m. this Saturday, and just just coming back with a fresh sound. We've been thinking a lot. Oh. We've been revisiting old stuff and and just drawing strength and power from community that we need right now to yeah. to be here and to be strong against against all these crazy odds. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and you yeah. and Trio Combi always always kind of is like makes you feel better. You're like, it "Oh, my heart beats." Yeah, everything so can be beautiful and okay. The door. It was so good to see you, sister. And we just had here and is that part of Porchfest? Yeah, it's going to be part of Porchfest. At, uh, at Adobe. At Adobe. At what time again? At 4 p.m. 4 p.m. So I'm going to go up to uh, Clara Sue. I mentioned again, who's part of uh, a word song. And she's going to be doing poetry, uh, having an open mic in Chinatown at Sacramento and uh, Grant Street, Saturday at noon. And people are invited to come and do some poetry and so on. So my plans, if I, if I can get out, ouch, 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 is to go to Chinatown and do some poetry in China and see Clara Sue and that crew and then, then come over here and uh, be there because I always, you can see how happy I get when I see you guys. I'm talking about Trio Cambio. When you came, I'll never forget how you came and featured at my B-Day party, at uh, my B-Day party at, uh, at Adobe Books. And it was so, I felt, I don't know if you could see how happy I was. Yeah, we were Fuck feeling yeah. it. Fuck <laughs> yeah. And we really, 
really we really seek to to bring spirit into this work you know to bring spirit into the struggle and to invite um the deeper deeper knowledge ancestral knowledge um all our angels just everything that's around us and all the energy we really we really seek to work with that energy in our music and and share the message well we have some powers that they don't have they got their money they got their scripts Trump and his, uh, his, his crazy crew in the White House. But we have something which money that's can't true. buy. That's true. Well, yeah, money can't buy this. And that's why I always say that when Trump was saying, uh, well, I'm going to build a wall. I say, well, that's, uh, we, we, we're going to build a wall. But it's a wall of love with a rainbow bridge. It's a wall of love with a rainbow bridge. And, uh, and those are, you know who's welcome. The documented and the undocumented, the undocumented and the documented. All our brothers and sisters are welcome to cross that rainbow bridge and and become this, because we'd be this side of the wall of love. How's that? That sounds good. It's kind of a, it's it's a, because the Sufi spirit, I'm talking to the spirit of Rumi and Hafiz and the Sufi poets, more and more do I feel that, more and more when I, when I would go, when the lines of Rumi was out of my mind. But I hear when I come back, what he, how he said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's Rumi from the 15th century, way back writing in Farsi, the Dervish. Hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. And I know that's what it's all about, isn't it, sister? Mm-hmm. Once we realize that, we're always kneeling and kissing the ground. Wherever we happen to be, we're kneeling and kissing the ground. There's hundreds of ways to kneel the ground, kiss the ground. <laughs> and Jesus said, I'm getting that in a new way, not the way of the evangelicals. But Jesus said, be in continual prayer. He said right there. And I believe when I, when I think of that, and I think of the hundreds of ways of kneeling and kissing ground, the, the, the Sufi dervish's words, and Jesus' words, and then I realize that we're always kissing, kneeling and kissing the ground, and we are in continual prayer. And that means the spirit is with us. Is that right, brother, sister? <laughs> the spirit is with us, right here with That's us. That's true. And the spirit We're is with out. Trio yeah. Cambio. So go on out to Adobe Books tomorrow at four o'clock and experience Trio Cambio, and uh, and uh, you'll benefit, and we all will. Can I end with uh, my prayer? I did. We've done this. This is the prayer of the Red Road. This is the road from Lakota. It's a prayer of the indigenous. This is the prayer of man. This is the, the mm-hmm. road of man. This is why I have 17 years of sobriety. It's the warrior path. It's the sober path. This is why I, I have 17 years without a drink and was, I had no desire to be a drunk. But it goes like this. Let's end with this. Great spirit, whose voice I hear in the wind, whose breath gives life to the world, hear me. I come to you as one of your many children. I'm small and weak, I need your strength and wisdom. May I walk in beauty. Then I say to Kashla, all my relations. Mm-hmm. So, if we've, so brothers and sisters, a good life to you. We'll talk again next week. Unless we see each other on the street. See, see you back here June 2nd. Lots of love, everybody. Peace.
sugar bland. You be my loving woman, I'll be your loving man. We'll take the most from living, pleasure while we can. Two, three, four,
Should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine
imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Global lava markets do continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes, technology question? absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also Tuesdays. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find counter offer, offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamylicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich 
donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! <laughs> the dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music.